Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the mic for thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. In this episode, Mark Scullin, Chief Commercial Officer at Suddeth, discusses how Suddeth has assisted companies as they work to adjust their workplaces to keep employee health and safety as they transition back into the workplace in the midst of COVID-19. Thanks very much, Mark, for talking with Cornet Global. Oh, happy to be here. Thank you. Mark, as America's largest commercial mover, SETA supports moves and ongoing facility needs for some of the most sophisticated companies in the nation. What were the biggest challenges organizations faced when COVID-19 emerged as a global pandemic? Well, as sophisticated as these companies certainly are, I don't think many uh, were prepared for for the uh, the rapid adjustment to a remote workforce. So, whereas remote work was part of the mix with many of these large employers, wholesale shifts of the entire workforce to a remote work situation certainly taxed their uh, their IT infrastructure, their hardware um, resources, and certainly presented a unique challenge for the for the employees that were trying to stay safe but also be uh, productive. So there's a lot of logistics around, you know, moving an employee and all of their essential business property to their home uh, so that they can be productive. And uh, I think a lot of it was done in haste. In some cases, the employees did it themselves and, you know, didn't necessarily have the skill set. Uh, they weren't necessarily prepared. Um, you know, okay, I work on three monitors in the office. I'll just work on my laptop screen at home. That's not going to work. Um, okay, I print quite a bit in the office. I just won't print at home. Well, that won't work. Um, so I, I think another challenge was people didn't know how long they were going home to work for. So maybe whereas working without a second and third monitor for a couple of days wouldn't be a big deal over a longer period of time if you don't have the hardware if you don't have the connectivity, if you don't have the peripheral devices to print and be, uh, you know, optimally productive, you know, I think I think that was a reality for many of our customers. Sure. Okay. With employee experience being a focus for your team, uh, Mark, how did Suddeth adjust its services to support customers and their employees during the pandemic? One of the first things we did was make ourselves available to support uh, getting employees productive uh, remotely. So moving computer equipment um, from the corporate uh, office to the the residents, assisting the employees getting the, uh, the, the hardware connected, powered up, assisting with connectivity testing, um, you know, in, in some cases, bringing furnishings to the home. Uh, again, as I stated early on, people didn't know how long they were going home for. So if you have an ergonomic chair in the office and you're only going to be working from home for a few days, maybe you don't need it. But two, three, four months of working at home, if you have a bad back, you need your ergonomic uh, chair. So I think we did a lot of cleanup uh, to assist our our customers get their employees 
equipped and furnished and productive, um, you know, from home. That was a big, that was a big focus of ours. And then as companies started to envision, um, you know, what the return to work was going to look like with social distancing uh, requirements coming out, there was a lot of um, work aimed at thinning out workplaces, um, spreading the vacancy in an office out um, to where it's more systematic. It's every other cubicle instead of a vacant area, you know, across the floor so that people could have an appropriate amount of distance from each other when the return to work uh, would happen. Also removing chairs from meeting rooms uh, so that the capacity in those rooms would drop uh, consistent with the social distancing um, you know, standards. And a lot of that work happened in anticipation of the employees coming back to work. But in many cases, even though we did socially distance um, the office uh, as much as we could, a lot of those employers have still not yet returned their employees back to work. Right. Okay. So that leads into my next question. What trends are you seeing now that your customers are making these adjustments to bring back or prepare to bring back employees into this? Well, I think I think companies are thinking about employee health and safety in a whole new way. Uh, I think there was a wellness movement underway, you know, within these large employers already, but not near to the, the magnitude of where COVID. 19 has has taken it. Um, so I, I think I think employee health and safety is going to be uh, one of the primary priorities for for these companies as the workforce returns. I mean, just our own company um, and the the measures that we've taken to uh, show our employees that we're taking their health and safety seriously at our home office. Uh, it's, it's extraordinary, uh, to say the least. Um, and, and what's been done, I mean, it's, it's simple things. It's, it's guiding traffic through egress, you know, entrances and exits. It's temperature scan um, you know, devices, it's, it's rules for the elevators, rules for the, the restrooms, uh, you know, it's, it's governing, um, the, the traffic flow on the stairwells. Um, you know, so it's, it's a, a pretty intense, uh, shift for how the employees have been, you know, managed in the workplace before. Um, but I think the companies just absolutely have to do it because, Again, health and safety is becoming a central priority instead of, you know, sort of a, a secondary priority for these companies. Exactly, of course. And now, Mark, my last question, one that I think everyone is thinking about these days. What does the future of the workplace look like? Well, you know, it won't be as extreme as what people are are saying, you know, that this is the end of the, you know, the concentrated workplace. Um, you know, the pendulum always swings. And because we're in a healthcare or, uh, you know, a health pandemic, and because we don't have a, uh, a vaccine 
And because there's still a whole lot of fear and concern around this crisis, you know, the pendulum has swung towards, you know, mass amounts of employees will never return to the office. And and uh, it's going to be a, a completely, you know, virtual workforce. I, I don't think that is going to be the case. Um, many uh, business leaders and real estate thought leaders recognize that, you know, if you're going to innovate, if you're going to uh, foster uh, a strong company culture, you can't necessarily do that, um, you know, with a remote workforce. So I, I think I think we're seeing an extreme shift today. And I think the pendulum will swing not all the way back to where we were before the pandemic, um, but it will certainly correct itself towards something that resembles where we were before the, the pandemic versus an all remote workforce. Um, and I also think that companies are going to um, get smarter about how they manage their use of space. I think that this crisis and, and the, the related focus on, on the corporate real estate strategy, I think companies are going to get smarter about understanding how their space is utilized on a given day. Um, is it is it utilized sixty uh, percent on a, on a given day, or or is it utilized at thirty five percent on a given day? And I think introducing technology, um, room reservation systems have already made their way into the workplace, but um, censoring systems that would tell um, a real estate executive, you know, what what are the dynamics of, of their occupancy in, in on a given day, on the average week over a, over a, a longer period of time to kind of drive better, more accurate uh, real estate decisions for the future. Um, so I think technology is absolutely going to help companies get smarter about how they use space and how much space they carry. Um, and I also think the square footage per employee is going to go up again. You know, 10 years ago, the, sh the shift that was underway was we've got to get from, you know, 350 square feet per employee down to 150 square feet per employee. And you saw all these, um, you know, low panel cubicle configurations with high concentrations of people. And it was all about density, density, density. Um, I think in this next chapter, there'll be less focus on density and more focus on safety and more focus on the employee experience in the space. So we might not see radically smaller spaces, but we may see things more spread out, less concentrated, more hoteling, less uh, permanent workspaces for the employees. And I think we're going to see um, more furnishings and interiors like you might see in a home or like you might see in a hospitality or a hotel environment. Um, you know, to make the employees feel at ease, relaxed and comfortable at work um, versus, you know, the rigidity and and um, I guess crowded nature of what some of these offices had become prior to the to the crisis. So I think part of that's going to be driven from a health and safety standpoint. But I think part of it is also going to be driven um, by uh, a focus on the employee experience. And prior to this 
um, prior to this crisis, you know, most of the CEOs out there were thinking about digital transformation and employee experience. Those were the two big priorities for many of our business leaders. And there was a broad recognition that the labor market, the talent market was tightening significantly and it was going to be an all-out war for talent. We're going to get back to that. And the workplace is a um, an element of that talent uh, attraction, talent engagement, talent retention you know, strategy. So I think companies are going to want workplaces that are relaxed and comfortable to be in productive, not as as, as they once were, um, but maybe just as large as they were because things need to spread out um, related to the to the health aspect of things. So. Okay. Excellent insights there, Mark, and some uh, fascinating predictions too. Um, this has been great. Thanks so much for sharing uh, these insights with Corner Global. No, happy to, happy to be part of it. Thank you. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.